0: It's time for the movie, rain. Right? tonight's victim is actor David Howard Thornton that is played in Terrifier as Art the Clown. What's up?
1: Hey, how you doing, man?
0: Busy, 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 as always. Uh, how you been doing? What's going on with <laughs> you? Got any new projects that you are allowed to talk to us?
1: Yeah, well, uh, we're about to start filming um, Terrifier 2 this fall. So, I mean, that's probably what's taking up most of my time right now. We're doing a lot of pre-production stuff. We just finished our Indiegogo campaign where we raised over, I think, 400000 uh, not 400,000, but uh, 400% of our initial goal, which was fantastic. We did not expect that. We've raised over, like, I think $200,000. So wow. that's helping us out a lot <laughs> because we're still an independent, low-budget film. So every little dime is helping us. I'm very, very grateful to our fan base for that.
0: Man, there ain't no dimes, dude. That looked like someone just broke a bunch of payphones in the area.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, but that is really awesome, man, that, that you're getting this out there. It, it, like So many people has contributed to your film, and uh, that, that's really awesome to see all these fans unite because they want to see quality films as compared to these studio films. Yeah. And no, I'm not saying studio films, the big ones that are not making quality films. I'm saying that they're not exactly putting their effort as what they used to anymore, in my opinion. Look at these independent films, man. They're putting all their heart, effort, soul into this, and they yeah. want the money to the best entertainment film that you possibly can imagine.
1: Yep. I, I totally agree. It, it just seems like most of like the films that are being made now, like the mainstream ones are all reboots or something like that, or just sequel upon sequel upon sequel. Like, you know, nothing new being thrown out there, especially in the slasher genre. It's just like, uh, the ones that are out there, they're kind of tame. And it's like, oh, no, we, we don't want to be tame. <laughs> we we, we want to go full throttle.
0: Yeah, a lot of these films are being tamed to where we're limited to what kind of content they need to go to, or how much of a story should be told, so they can divide it up into another sequel or whatever, or just simply yeah. just doesn't work at all. And just you know, do you think it's about time for independent filmmakers to really step up and then almost take over? Oh, I'm not saying they will, but entirely. But you think they should?
1: Oh, I think so. I mean, I, that's, that's where all the, the classic horror franchises started out basically anyway. You know, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Friday the 13th, Halloween, all that kind of stuff all started like independent films. In the, in the independent world, the creators have more freedom to do what they want to because they don't have a studio breathing down their necks telling them you can, can't do this, you can't do this, but what we want you to do this and this and this. With an independent film like us, we can do what we want to do. <laughs> Which is very nice because like we, we almost crazy ideas ourselves so we're like oh let's let's do this why not
0: create a freedom to show us something different and new outside the realm of whatever the studio wants in terms of what's going to be sold so to speak
1: yeah especially when it comes to like the, the gore that we have in our films i think we're not being restrained in the way like a lot of films restrain other uh, you know other franchises because I think they're more trying to go more PG thirteen ratings now instead of R rated ratings for horror films, which is unfortunate. I'm like, nah, you know the horror should be pushing that envelope at all times. What they can get away with, I think that's where you get some really good creative stuff that way when you're not being limited.
0: Yeah, when they do limit it to that point, they're like, oh, okay, and then they got to worry about other markets. They got to worry about international. They got to worry about if it's going to go to mm-hmm. possible TV, you know, other networks on TV, to uh, movie channels and so forth. I'm like, well. Well, you know, if you limit that, you limit the artists themselves.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And that, that's something we haven't wanted to do. Um, we had like one studio that approached us for the sequel, and I think they were wanting to not really fund us the way we want to be funded, but they also wanted like more control over us, too. I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> So if you're going to give us the money, we also want the freedom to do what we're going to do. Because, you know, like what we we'll want to do is going to give you the better film anyway. Oh, definitely.
0: And when it comes to uh, performing a monstrous character like you have, do you think the performing artists must make an extra effort into uh, making it more better and not be uh, labeled as a uh, limited expression artist?
1: Yeah, yeah, I think so. And Yeah. <laughs>
0: Now, I I know, understand, like, like playing as Art the Clown can be a very, very challenging, very dark type of character, but having to bounce from this character, and then if you happen to play another character like this, it's almost kind of hard to convince the audience that you are capable to express a different kind of art through these type of characters like you would if you were Jason Voorhees or Michael Myers and so forth.
1: Yeah, you, you have to, like, you know, be able to differentiate yourself from, like, this is art, but yes, I play another character, I want him to be... Completely different from art. People are not going, "Oh, well, that's art too, (laughs) art 2.0 or whatever." And it's like, "No, no, 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 no." You look like what Kane Hodder has done between Jason and also Victor Crowley—two totally different characters. There,
0: it's not going to be like tremendously hard to convince the studios or other companies involved to to just play another character like this. But when it comes to the audience, though, it's a big, big part because okay, here you are wearing a mask, or here you are wearing you know messed up face paint or whatever it is that you have to wear, and you know you're you're trampoline you're being creepy you're being scary but there's got to be more to it you have to keep it up keep it up keep it up
1: and i think that's like one of my problems like a lot of the mainstream horror films right now it's like their their villains are all basically the same type of villain over and over again some guy in a mask and the person doesn't talk or they might hum or something like that and they just do a little head tilt to the side or something like that and that's about it there's no real good character development or any good character behind that character. It's just like, it's just another guy in a mask. I mean, art could have been that way, too. It could have just been a guy wearing a mask and stuff like that, too. But, like, with the makeup and Allowed me to have more of a free range of expression with emotion, so I was able to do more with the character than just being, you know, a silent killer with the mask on. It's nice. It's it's very freeing in that way.
0: Oh, definitely, because even when you are wearing a mask, it, it does provide you creative freedom in the way. It, because and also, it seems like that that is kind of like a, a lost art on its own playing these type of characters because you're not getting the the creative flow that you want. I mean, you can do whatever you want with this character wearing this mask or whatever. Make it your own even if you're playing as michael myers or anything else related
1: yeah yeah exactly exactly i think that's like the, the trappings that so many of these people have gotten in some of these other films It's just like oh well, they, they haven't really tried to develop a character behind that that real, like a, a real good like personality behind that character i guess you could say so many of these villains haven't really stood out in the past 20 years or so because they they're so generic
0: yes they're flat and they're just they're not really that interesting and they just keep repeating the same thing over and over from one film to another it's like okay yeah they look cool sure yeah they can have some brutal kills but they still do the same thing same mannerisms same you know they don't even need a story and i think that's kind of laziness that's kind of lazy writing it's kind of lazy even acting on even on the actor part even if they are told to do it
1: exactly exactly good example of that was like the movie hellfest which i i saw last with um, Damon Maffei and um, L.C. Holt, we, while we we're down at a convention, we we're like, "Hey, we're let's go see this fun time, and it's got to be good." <laughs> and like the, the, the villain, and that was just a cookie cutter villain wearing a, a mask, and he would walk around and hum, "Pop goes the weasel," and that was about all you got of his character. Other than like, well, that he was boring though; he, he didn't really do anything. Special that made them stand out that much, and I, I found that to be irritating because, like, the premise of the film was a cool premise—a uh, slasher that takes place in a haunted house amusement park. There's So much you could have done with that, and I, I felt like they they dropped the ball on it. It could have, you know, added some more and more of a characteristic, more of a personality behind this character. It made him this very sadistic fun character, and but they just were like, oh, we'll just slap a mask on a guy and put him in a hoodie.
0: Yeah, because to me, like, okay. Yeah, a fun house. Okay, yeah, you can play with so much with that. Carol themselves, you attach it to them. Okay, and then you're gonna give the audience already the obvious idea what this character is.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, I mean, they basically could have slapped any villain into that movie, and it would have still been like the same movie in, in that regard. Because it was just like, oh well.
0: you having to step into a a dark character like this, you'd be limited being um, in this type of dark moment, or do you think you should kind of like split it in half uh, to, you know, not lose possibility of control of yourself
1: I, I still like try to do a lot of voiceover work and stuff like that as well so you know i i don't want to limit myself just doing this type of character and stuff like that because you know it's much fun the art is to play you know you, you're doing so much violence and stuff like that it's fun to get away from that for a little while and do something fun and happy
0: <laughs> but having to step into let's let's say as art and this you know this is a very crazy very dark character but having to stay in this character do you think it should be a limited time to be in within this character without losing yourself mentality wise do you think it that be best or do you think just go straight forward and then find a way to crawl yourself out of
1: this yeah I, I don't really have to worry about too much getting into too much of the mentality of the character and it sticking that way i'm i've, I've always been able to like turn in a character on and off it, i'm not one of those method actors where that it just stays and lingers with me I can easily dis- distance myself from
0: my work yeah it can be very difficult though because like this is like if especially if you're going further and further into this character or let, let's say the sequel's coming up for terrifier how do you going to uh really re-enter this and then make it different on your own
1: Oh, we got some fun ideas. I can't really say what, but, <laughs> you know, I'm always sitting here just like, you know, thinking of things to do and scenes just to add, add a little bit more character to him and stuff like that. So, you know, and some of that also just happens while I'm on set too. It's in the moment. We'll, we'll see.
0: Now, when you have to step into a different character, do you almost have to basically recreate yourself each and every single time?
1: No, no, no. I am Like I said earlier, I was like, I'm not really that type of actor where I I, I have to, like, do that kind of stuff. I can just easily, especially once I'm in the makeup and costume, I can go right into character if they need me to. So I'm like, as soon as they say, you know, rolling, I can, boom, go into the mentality, and then when they say cut, back to myself and joking around even though i'm still in the makeup and everything so yeah I, i'm not like daniel day lewis type of actor where i i <laughs> have to be like everybody treat me as the character the whole entire time I, I know some other people do that too where they're on set where they don't even associate with the rest of the cast just to build that tension up so i'm like that's just me but you know if someone needs that from me then i'll give that to them too it's like okay you don't want to talk to me because you know you want to keep that distance okay fine whatever whatever works for you, but for me, I, I can turn it on and off as easily.
0: When other actors are doing that t- toward you, or at least in your experience, do you, is, it, is it good for you, or do you think it actually helps you in terms of being in the
1: character? I haven't really had anybody's art do that with me. I mean, uh, while we were doing uh, Terrifier, everybody was just, you know, as soon as they had cut, we're all just joking around with each other and having fun and stuff like that, so I didn't really experience that with Terrifier, but I, I've done some shows in the past where I had some actors that needed different things from me, so like the, like when I did Jesus Christ Superstar years ago the guy I played Annis in that and my Caiaphas just so he could stay in character needed me to be in character with him while we were off stage and stuff like that I'm like okay sure and whatever worked for him to help him get to where he needed to be I gave that to him I mean I didn't need it myself but it was good for him I'm giving you know the other actor what they need just what it
0: need to be yeah it just seems like it, it's it's kind of on the fence type of balance in a way because it helps them but at the same time it might not help you at the same time it depending on on your you know, your taste of of style of acting that's fine but sometimes if it's a dramatic role like maybe it might conflict a little bit yeah
1: I guess it just depends on the role
0: yeah because everybody on set you know they each one has their own vibes so to speak and you know you know method act, method acting is not terrible i mean some actors are are pretty uh pretty outspoken oh, yeah. about it, like they they kind of detest it in some ways. I'm like, I don't think it's a a, a terrible thing, but I mean, that's your thing, so.
1: Oh no, <laughs> yeah, it's just not my thing. I don't. I don't feel like I need to do it. I can just go into the character one. I mean, I usually have an like an idea of who the character is in my head, and like how I look at art, I look at him as a the bastard child of Freddy Krueger and Harpo Marx, or like a evil version of Mr. Bean. So I keep that in my head, and I know who he is as a character. Like that and so I'm like as long as I have that in my head I can turn on the character when I need to
0: you think simple is really one of the best things to go
1: from actor to It's actor, whatever everybody's different so I'm like this, that's what works for me but you know it might not work for someone else
0: yeah sometimes even just going a simple route just being simple simple just you know do your thing mm-hmm. you know get off and sometimes yeah. simple is like the best thing ever mm-hmm. Now, how, how do you feel like when with Terrifier? It's been getting mixed reviews from some people who love this movie, and then there are people who are like, uh. Type of type of mentality. What do you think about going having to go forward with another sequel? How do you think this is going to pan out? Do you think this is going to be top notch, or do you think it might have the same reaction?
1: I, I think yeah, the the sequel would get a better reaction from those naysayers. We've heard some of the complaints. Like I know, like one of the bigger complaints, some people say, "Oh, there's no real plot to it." I'm like, I know, <laughs> we knew that, but like a lot of slashers, especially stuffy, they had no plot. to it. it was just like, okay, these teenagers or young college students come. Across a killer, and they're just trying to survive, and that's that was the plot. But, um, we've heard those complaints, and we, we, you know, I think we've addressed a lot of them going into the sequel. So, you know, I'm pretty confident. This is a great script. I I think Damien outdid himself writing this script. It's definitely got more of a narrative element to it this time around, too
0: yeah and and some people some companies will kind of argue about that when their film is not getting as good reviews as as they kind of feel like but in my opinion is you know they really shouldn't expect those kind of reviews like top notch awesome type thing. Because, of course, you're not going to make everybody happy, but at the same time, you should be humble what you do. But I consider, it like, the first film that you're doing is a testing plane. It's a testing. It's almost like a pilot. You know, you see where it's going to go. How How is it going to pan out with everybody else?
1: Yeah, that, that's how I feel about it, too. It's just like, and, and you know, I, I think the the thing everybody, even the naysayers, were saying about the film, they, they love the character of art. They love that character. So I am like, as long as we just keep the character... Where he is and keep true to that character, I think will be good in future films and stuff like that. It's like we just keep who Art is the same and not pull back from what we were doing, like with, you know, like the, the gore and stuff like that. I, I still having fun with the characters. I, I think we'll be fine.
0: There's something different about him. You know, there's something more unique about him. And, and as far as the environment around him, okay, maybe not so great in terms of where he's actually heading. But with Terrifier, what, what can we expect for for this sequel that you are allowed to? I mean, is Anybody else involved in this that you are allowed to say, or do, or can you speak up just a just a tad of what what you can do?
1: I, mean, I can say a little bit. Like I said, it's going to be have more of a narrative element this time. We're, we're setting up, I, I guess you would say, the the real protagonist of the the series now. I, I would say in this, like we're setting up our Lori Strode. I would say so. We're bringing that character in and her little brother and stuff like that. So I think they're going to be a lot of fun, <laughs> and you know, the, this is going to be bigger in scale. And then multiple locations and, and so it, it's going to be bigger definitely going to be bigger this time
0: around go ahead and plug in any websites or anything that we can check out especially when it comes to terrifier one and anything else that we can check out right now
1: terrifier one of course you can find a Netflix like stuff like that so we have um our twitter account and our instagram account too i uh, think like terrifier and terrifier two official pages and stuff like that i think it's still i don't know that the address is right off the top of my head because i don't those for myself yeah we're we're in pre-production right now building the sets about to do casting and everything like that we hope to start filming in late October so we're aiming to release the film next fall if all goes according to plan you never know Um, Other than that, I'm still working on a a web series called Nightwing Escalation, which is on a fan-made series set in the Batman uh, universe, and it's on YouTube. So you can catch me playing the Joker on that. We've still got a few more things to film on there because we're going to the finale right now. So exciting times there, too. Like it's just all, you know, so this fan-made is those things that we film whenever all of us can get together and film and we've had a few delays in filming because our Barbara Gordon has gotten pregnant twice so we're like oh gotta have the baby <laughs> we'll get there with that too but that's a lot of fun and yeah, you know, I got some other irons in the fire right now that I can't talk about yet but you know some really exciting times coming up that
0: is actor David Howard Thornton